Everybody, well, I just got off a podcast with an amazing guy named Tim James. He's a, he's a health hero. That's his podcast. That's his mission in life. Uh, we anchored into some really important concepts around, you know, changing the, the toxicity within the internal environment because the world around us is just, you know, we're being bombarded on a regular basis by toxicity and, and it's most of it's going unseen. And we're bioaccumulating, it's shifting our microbiome, it's affecting our hormones, it's affecting our choices in life. And in this podcast, we discussed a lot of those concepts and some really good basic stuff that everyone needs to know just regarding household products and just basically some things you can do to start to make a big impact in your health and your life. His story is phenomenal. He, he takes on a bit of a wild ride of, of maybe a, a common theme that many of us can sort of see ourselves through his message and his story and, and sort of the, the journey it took for him to start to awaken to his optimal health. And that's what he's doing. He's, he's created uh, some amazing products to help people with detoxification, to optimize the nutrition in the body. Uh, we dove into that, into hydration, proper hydration, structuring of water, um, all into you know household products and things that, like that you can do on a daily basis to colonics and enemas and things you need to do to clean out your gut and digestive system. So lots of amazing information. Uh, sit back, enjoy the episode. Uh, he's full of energy and full of life and spirit, and you can be too. And so tune in and find out how. Welcome to the Health Ignited Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Nick and Sonia Jensen. We are partners, parents, business partners, doctors, yoga teachers, and retreat leaders. We promise to bring you real conversations to awaken and ignite your potential to live your best life possible. Join us each week as we dive into topics varying from brain health, biohacking, hormones, and longevity, to relationships, parenting, meditation, and more. Together, creating community and building stronger foundations for the generations to come. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Health Ignited. I'm here minus my partner for today. She's about to launch her book tomorrow. It's going live uh, and that is called Women Unleashed. And uh, so women aside, it's just me and uh, my new my new buddy here, Tim James. And I'm going to introduce you uh, to him just a moment. And one of the things that, that Dr. Sonia and I love to chat about is, is really health freedom and helping people to ignite that that stir, that call within that, that allows them to recharge their batteries, to dive deep into their health and to, to start to ask those questions and educate themselves. And so this is part of the reason why we want to bring uh, Tim James on. He's someone who's got an incredible story, a professional athlete that's gone through the ringer when it comes to health crises and awakening to that inner voice and that inner potential that, uh, that now he's educating you know, millions of people all over the globe. He's got some amazing products that we're going to dive into. And so, uh, Tim James, thank you so much for being here on the show with us. Nick, thanks, buddy, for having me on. You have to tell Sonia I said hello, and I, I wish her the best on this book launch. I probably have to have her on my show to help out with that. Oh, yeah, she would love that. You know, and she, yeah, we'll she would do that. She was definitely missed uh, on this call. And, you know, I love the name here. So, you got a podcast, you got a podcast called Health Hero. And you're a health hero. And so let's let's dive into just some of your stories so people can understand just where you're coming from and what it, what it means to be a health hero. Well, um, 
Thanks for that. I, first off, I want to say that what I've learned is like my goal is to, to, is to inspire people to realize that everybody has to become their own health hero. You have to become your own doctor today. Not that, that you won't go get help. Like for me, like when I'm coaching people, I become like a third baseman. I'm like the general contractor of health. I'm not a doctor. I just kind of know how to put the parts together. Right. And, um, you know, getting the right type of naturopathic doctor, or especially when you're choosing a psychologist, because 95% of them are nuts, no offense, but they are. And then, you know, you have to find the good ones. You want the really good ones, the ones that resonate with you. And you want people that are healthy, right? You want to, you don't want to be getting health advice from somebody that's not healthy themselves. If they're not healthy themselves, why would you listen to that person? You don't go to a blind ophthalmologist to get your eyes checked. So why do we go to overweight dietitians and nutritionists or doctors to talk about our health? They don't, most of them don't understand. We have a broken system today. That's why like in America, um, we spend 3.3 trillion on healthcare every year, yet we're the sickest people that have ever walked to the face of the planet. And today, when, after I tell my story of like where I came from, I'll get into how bad it was. Like what I discovered um, about eight, nine years ago, like literally put me back in my seat and I was like, oh my God. So I'll get to that in a minute. But so I grew up over in Eastern Oregon, which is... Um, pretty much redneckville it's like growing up in like montana um my best friend was like a rodeo star i was like should i play baseball should i do rodeo i ended up doing baseball which is kind of cool because our team took fifth in the world uh, wow. the babe ruth world series in lebanon missouri that's when i got exposed to chiggers and fireflies a couple little bugs that um some people listening might know about fireflies are really cool because they light up at night and as a kid you're like it's amazing like how is it how does an animal have lights? <laughs> like, right. But guess what? We all have that light inside of us, like literally. And um, chiggers are a little different story there. They're like super tiny mosquitoes that bite you. Um, they're like little, these little bugs. So those aren't the funnest. But anyway, that was my experience in Missouri. That was back when Nintendo was like big time. And uh, it was like Mike Tyson's punch out. I don't know if you ever right. played that. I did. I did. Yeah. yeah, we were up till midnight <laughs> playing that game. Screw baseball in the World Series. We want to play Nintendo. But um, anyway, so I grew up on the standard American diet, grew up on a farm. We raised Hereford cattle. We had grass and alfalfa hay. And um, I spent a lot of time in the woods, man. Um, we were, I was either cut, I actually cut firewood. That's how I put myself through college was cut, splitting and delivering firewood before and after baseball practice, like early in the morning um, in the dark, or I would, uh, and we had a big garden and um, lots of animals and I was up in the woods picking we were picking morel mushrooms and boletus and you know all kinds of stuff like that edible mushrooms and um, I was just out in nature a lot so I, I had was I, I just I mean I loved it I love being outside I love being outdoors and fast forward um, I'm 37 years old now I'm a financial advisor I got a couple kids a couple boys um, I'm coaching their sports and um, I'd gained about 42 pounds um, I developed a skin issue on my back shoulder. It was this weird fat stuff bubbling up. I had to get injections and, and then ate it all away. But then it left like a purple dent and it looked kind of weird. And then boop, 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 three more popped up around. And I'm like, whoa, what if this stuff happens on my face? Like, so I'm freaked out. And then I got eczema on my knee and it got really bad. And then it got worse and spread to my elbows. And those were cracking and bleeding. So my knee, my left knee and knee and both of my elbows were like cracking and bleeding. So I was like bleeding on my suits and, and my shirts and stuff. So as an advisor, I couldn't, financial advisor, I couldn't wear those white shirts anymore because I'd just stain them and ruin them. And it wasn't worth the money to buy them. 
And then it was embarrassing because I'd go over to your house for a party or whatever. And somebody would be like, who's bleeding? You know, and I'm like, oh, it's me. Because I'd bump up against a wall or something. I wouldn't know it. Or I'm cleaning people's couches and just freaking annoying. You know, you go to the beach and I wasn't embarrassed to take my shirt off because I was overweight. But because everybody else was too. But it was my skin, man. I just looked like a salamander. So my universe was shrinking. And that A-type outgoing personality, I was just kind of, you know, shrinking. I just, I wasn't as outgoing anymore because I was embarrassed and about my health. And I wasn't feeling good anyway. I had like no energy, mental fog. I could, I'd stopped working out completely. And I was totally workout fanatic. And the only workout I did was walk on the dogs because they couldn't walk themselves. And I felt guilty. And it was, it was a struggle just to get up and move. So that progressed. Then I got acid reflux really bad, started eating Tums and Rolaids 24 seven. And then finally on a trip to Peru um, with my wife, her dad was a doctor down in Lima. He ran a big clinic down there. Uh, and um, it was his first time that he had been on a vacation his whole life. Like he'd never taken a vacation for it's like his whole life. We planned this trip out with thousands of dollars a year in advance. And we flew up to Tumbes, which is south of Ecuador, northern Peru. Beautiful beach, unbelievable. And after a few days, we rented, chartered a boat to go out deep sea fishing, kind of like that, you know, and tuning all that stuff. And I wasn't feeling good. I was sweating and they thought I had motion sickness, right? I'm like, no, I've been on these boats before, but I've never gotten motion sickness. But I guess it could be maybe because I'm south of the equator. I don't know. Um, and then I got home and then it got worse. And then finally he's like, went into doctor mode. He's like, Oh, we have to get you to a hospital. And I just missed the one plane flight a day out of there by 30 minutes. So I'm bent over at a 90 degree angle, like some 150 year old dude from a, you know, indigenous society walking around with the cane. And I, it was so much pain and they put me on a van and then drove me six hours down this bumpy ass road, um, on the coastline to Peora. And dude, every single bump was like, ow. I mean, it was like a, it was a, it was six to 10 on the pain scale. It was like just unbearable. The bump, the bump, the bump, the bump, 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 bump for six hours. I'm sweating bullets. We get there. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I've been in tremendous pain for six hours because of the bumpy road. And then they dope me up. And, um, here I am in a third world country and there's like bugs flying around me in the examination table. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm screwed. You know, uh, what my health insurance, I can't even use it. Darn it. So, um, he, they dope me up. He puts me on a commercial plane flight and they fly me to Lima. Now you're not supposed to do this. <laughs> like, I should have went right into surgery right there, but he wanted his surgeons to take care of me. And, and, and I flew in, I landed and, taxi. I took a taxi to the hospital and then right onto the gurney and right into surgery. So this was my vacation. And um, then I went into surgery and I was in recovery. And then my wife wheelchaired me back in the United States because I still wasn't well completely by the time uh, our tickets were ready. And I learned two very valuable lessons from that experience. Number one, um, I don't ever want to get surgery again. I realized that my life was out of control when that mask went over my face and you're out. And the next thing you wake up and you're in another room somewhere. And, you know, I was thinking, what if the surgeon had a bad day? You know, what if he was fighting with his wife or what if, because it was a two surgeons, I had a man and a woman, or what if she, you know, her, her dog got run over or something, right. Or she was up late at night fighting with her husband. You just never know. Right. So, um, uh, and then second thing was my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. 
because I had ruined that vacation for my wife and her dad. I felt terrible. Like the dude, he couldn't get out of the hospital for 30 years. Where does he end up? Back in the hospital taking care of me. I felt terrible about that whole thing. So, but I didn't know what to do with my health, man. I like, I was reading, I was trying, I was reading books, five meals a day, high fat, low fat, high protein, low protein, high carb, low carb. I tried everything 10 ways to Sunday and it just wasn't working. Um, the doctors wanted me to go on Prilosec and do all kinds of stuff. And I just, those weird, I, sometimes I, I wouldn't even get the medications. But sometimes I would, and I'd look at them and I'm just like, I never took them. Cause I just like, I don't know about this. I just, something wasn't right to me. Um, and then it wasn't until my friend got cancer. My friend, Charles, he uh, got chronic lymphocytic leukemia. I went with him to support him, uh, to the Hippocrates health Institute in the last ditch effort to save his life. Cause the doctors told him there's not much we can do you know, um, we'll put you on some experimental drug if, but we're going to try to, we're trying to find the cure. And Charles is like, screw that dude. They're never going to find a cure in time. So he's like, he took matters into his own hands. He's like, Hey, let's go to this detox nutrition clinic. I want to try to live. And I thought he was a goner. Um, but, uh, I said, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. See, my aunt died of melanoma skin cancer. My aunt or my grandma died of brain cancer. You know, she had a glioblastoma deal. And then, um, uh, my buddy Kalei on my baseball team, actually, um, uh, men's league I was in, he died of stomach cancer at age 40, wow. right? So now my buddy Charles is 43, and I'm like, wow, you know, older people, you think they get older, they die of something, you, know, you don't pay much attention. But now these people are dropping like flies, my friends, my age. Now I'm getting a little freaked out. And Charles was a vegetarian, so if he's dying, I'm screwed. So we go there, and, um, you know, um, day one, my acid reflux was gone. Um, within three days, I kind of went through what that called a Hertz reaction. I was doing a detox or they call it surgery without a knife. Cause I went off of like the standard American diet to eat like a chipmunk. I was eating sprouts and sprouted nuts, sprouted seeds, sprouted grains and beans and green juices and wheatgrass shots and purified restructured water with lemon and lime in it. And, you know, just some basic things. And, and, uh, you know, things, my body started responding very quickly, um, the first class that I went to that was very shocking was called internal awareness. And this very fit doctor came out and he explained how the average person has six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in the colon that we're walking around with. And he pointed at me in the class. He said, Tim, if you ever want to be healthy, truly healthy, you have to get this stuff out. And he was very convincing. He explained how everything worked, the time you chew food and what happens until it times exit the body. I'm like, this is fantastic. But he wanted to tell us uh, he was trying to convince us to do colon hydrotherapy or colonics. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Yeah. Have you done that? I have. Yeah. I yeah. got a funny so, story about that, but go ahead. Yeah. So we'll have to hear that. But yeah. so what happened was for those listening that aren't familiar with colonics or colon hydrotherapy, it's really not that big of a deal, but um, you sit on a tube rectally and water gently goes in and out of your colon. It cleans out that stuff. And, um, but I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I elbowed Charles and said, okay, buddy, I came here to help you, but I ain't doing that deal. But when that guy, he was smart because he showed four images, um, virtual colonoscopies, three unhealthy people and one person that had been on this Hippocrates lifestyle, this living food deal for a while. The first one was like a 24-year-old woman that had Hashimoto's and thrush, which is a yeast infection. And inside of her colon, it was all yellow and white and nasty. And I was like, God, that's terrible. Then they went to a 65-year-old male with colon cancer and parasites. And it was black and brown and nasty and white worms crawling around, like moving, like they're alive. Wow. And then he turns around to the group. He's like, hey, look, now over 50% of you easy have parasites. And we're not just talking the hookworms, the pinworms, and these tapeworms that you can see on the, we're talking some microscopic ones that are very small. And all of these are eating and drinking your food and, and your water and your, your liquids, and they're urinating and defecating and you creating more acid. 
And then they're having sex and laying thousands of eggs, if not hundreds of thousands, millions. And we're just all like, and then I'm like, what? You know, so now I'm kind of freaking out. Right. And then, um, and then he went to a 45 year old female and she had breast cancer and like colitis or Crohn's or her gut was all jacked up and it was just, you know, nasty in there. Right. Now, then they flipped over to the person that had been on their, their healing diet lifestyle thing. And you could see the intestinal lining was like, and the colon was like pink and the blood vessels. Yeah, there was waste matter in there, dude. But the terrain, the terrain was completely different. You could totally see. And that's when it clicked for me because a picture is worth 60,000 words. And I went from, I am never going to go get a colon hydrotherapy session to, I jumped up and I went over and signed up for it immediately. He was actually trying to, Tim will do that later. And I'm like, no, I'm signing up right now. I mean, I couldn't wait <laughs> to do it. The next day I go in, they, they weigh me. I do the colon hydrotherapy and they weigh me again afterwards. I dropped 10 pounds, Nick, of impacted funk and gunk and junk that had been in my colon. And the record at that time in 2011, one lady had dropped 27 pounds of all that putrefying waste in her colon wow. in one session, one colonic. That is the size of a medium dog falling out of her butt. It's ridiculous how much of the stuff that people are carrying around inside of them, right? It's disgusting. But I want to paint a picture because that's what's going on. Like John yeah. Wayne had this problem. Elvis had this problem. They had impacted colons. And, you know, they had, you know, Elvis had drug problems. I don't know what John Wayne, he probably had a, you know, a beef problem. He's eating too much beef. But anyway, so, you know, after... After that happened, um, uh, I, I, you know, the detox thing was happening, but I didn't have it as bad as some people. Um, I had like night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue as heavy metals were exiting my body. But some people had rashes breaking out all over their body and parasites were crawling out their pores. One lady at lunch had a parasite crawling out of her eye. Wow. And um, now the people listening might think, well, that's kind of woo. I don't believe that. Well, let me tell you what I was there. I have first person experience, but let me explain why it was happening. We were changing the internal terrain. When you live on the standard American diet or the standard Canadian diet or the standard Aussie diet or whatever, Western diet, cooked and processed foods over and over and over again, day in and day out, you build up a very high acid body. It's low alkaline and it's low oxygen. This is the perfect breeding ground for viruses bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, and mutagens, these cancers. So what do they do at Hippocrates? They put us on the highest alkaline, highest oxygen lifestyle, and they literally cleaned us out like Roto-Rooter, basically learned how to treat my, my body like a car or a tractor. If it's not running well, you take it into the shop. You don't just, you know, you get it fixed. You don't, you don't just put better fuel in it if it's not running well, Right. If the check engine light's going off, you don't keep driving that car, that tractor, because if you do, it's going to break and leave you stranded, or it's going to, the repair bill is going to be huge because you didn't get taken care of ahead of time. So when you have check body lights, that means you're overweight like I was, you have eczema or skin issues like me, you're fatigued, you have mental clarity issues, um, uh, you're on medications, you have Hashimoto's, cancer, whatever, you have MS, it doesn't matter. These are all check body lights and your body is screaming at you. You need to change your environment. You have to change your environment. You have to lower your stress. There's certain things that you have to do. And a lot of times we just don't do it. We just, we don't change. Then we go to a doctor. They don't want to teach us to change anything. They hand us a pill and a pill is going to solve our problem. A synthetic pill. Where in billions of years of evolution, do you go in nature and some, some animal gets handed a pill to solve their problems. It's not, it's not how it works. We have billions of years of evolution on our side 
and Western medicine has been around a couple hundred years. Who do you think's got it figured out better, nature or some dudes in a lab, right? That's, that's where we're at today. So what happened was is I looked at Charles one day after about five days at this, and I come out of the fog and man, my brain was clear as a bell. My arms are like just tingling with energy. I said, dude, do you feel as good as I do? He's like, yeah. I was like, I said, I can't believe it. I said, we have discovered the fountain of youth. I mean, like literally, I'm not joking. Like literally, this is the fountain of youth. I've only been on this program for like a week, dude. And I felt like I was freaking 18 again. I said, Charles, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I'm, gonna, I'm I'm the hunting and fishing guy. I like, I named my sons Cody Hunter James and Kyle Fisher James Hunter and Fisher because I was so into hunting and fishing. Okay. Yeah. I, my friend gave me a barbecue uh, branding iron. I put TJ or my initials, Tim James in the stakes when you come over to my house. Okay. And I told Charles, I was like, look, dude, I'm giving up all bacon, all meat except for bacon. And I'm going to do this. We're going to juice. We're going to sprout. I'm going to do these living foods. And that's exactly what we did, bro. We come home. I start juicing. We start growing wheatgrass, all these things. And, and my buddy in two and a half years healed himself of his chronic lymphocytic leukemia with no cancer or excuse me, no chemo, no radiation, no uh, surgery, none of that stuff right in front of my face. 60 days. I lost all the weight. Skin issues all gone, except for the knee. It took eight months because that patch of eczema just, it took time to heal. And I've been maintaining this stuff. I'm 48 now. It's been 11 years, dude. And I've been able to, I'm just, I can't, I completely geek out on this stuff. That's all I care about now is like, how can I look younger, feel younger, and then show other people how to do it, heal faster. Um, I've had over 5,500 people to my house. People think I'm on cocaine. I'm not. I'm like high on water. I'm high on sprouts and biophoto. I, I have so much energy and information I want to share with people. That's why I was like, I got to start telling people about it. So anyway, yeah. but that's the beautiful story is that it's been 11 years. My buddy's still alive. We hang out. He got to see his son graduate high school and he went to father son weekend. And, and, um, you know, and now we just, I left financial advising and now for a living, I coach and, and share our, our products with people. That's amazing, man. Yeah. You're, you've got such a gift of sharing the, you know, your story and relating to people that are going through something so similar and, mm -hmm. and feeling stuck, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's the reality. And it's, it's a physical stuckness that you obviously you release in your body, but it's also emotional and, and an awareness one. I'm curious, what, what was the actual surgery then when you were down in uh, South I had America? my appendix removed and most mm -hmm. of the doctors and people are like, oh, well, the appendix, that's no big deal. It's not even supposed to be there. It's a worthless organ. That is a bunch of hogwash. It is probably one of the, it, why is it there in the first place? Right? For like mentor. creation does not make mistakes. Okay. Mm -hmm. doesn't make mistakes. Actually, it's really interesting. Dr. Clement, you have to call him up, maybe get him on, just do the, I'll do the synopsis, the quick, like the cheat sheet of it. But he was looking at pictures of the appendix, like 800 years ago, drawings and stuff like that, when people would pull it out and he watched through time. It used to be like a big boot. It looked like a big pocket. And he figured what it was for, it was to culture the B12 that we would pick up. So we're actually manufacturing down there our own back, another more bacteria, right? Mm -hmm. So when we had times when we didn't have it, we, our body would take it from there and use it for our digestive process or for immunity or whatever. And over time through maybe modernization, um, we, it, it shrunk up into this little thing called the appendix, but it still could be a regulator or controller of our gut microbiome. And it might be a very critical deal. So I've had that removed. So, and I didn't breastfeed because I was adopted. So I have like two major strikes against me. Now my, my body has been pierced. Um, thank God they were able to do that and save me. But see, if I would have known about this and I would have changed my lifestyle before that, I would have never had to have an appendix. I wouldn't have had that. It was mm -hmm. from my lifestyle. 
see the body is a system. It's a very, and it can be a dumb system. If you just kind of go along with the flow, like I was for 37 years, or you can switch over and you can become an intelligent system. An intelligent system has a sensor. It has a controller. It has a goal and it's able to change its inputs, right? So I started changing my inputs and noticing with my sensor, how I felt and the things that made me feel better. I stuck with those and the things that didn't, I threw them away. And then things that I used to be addicted to as I was making these positive changes in my life, eventually they just gave me up. I didn't like certain things that I thought I could never stop eating that. I just didn't want them anymore. Like coffee. Like I was a coffee fanatic. I had my own French press. We got the beans. I was totally into it. I was like a, like a wine snob with coffee. And after I got cleaned up, I started drinking. I'm just like, it just didn't taste good to me. I didn't want it. I didn't need the energy. It was more of a ritual and a habit that me and my wife did. It was, you know, let's be honest. It was a freaking dessert by the time I got done whipping that sucker up. People go to, you know, Starbucks and stuff like that. And they get their whip of Frappuccinos. I mean, let's be honest. You're consuming a dessert. It's a bunch of sugar. It's garbage. And the coffee is really not that good anyway. So anyway, um, yeah, you, when you change the internal terrain, man, it's all it's it's, a, it's an inside job. That's what I've learned. Taking care of the gut is like that's that's the, that's the key. Yeah. I mean, this is the message is so, so repetitive, but so important. You know, I mean, we say this all the time. It's the environment of your body. That's going to dictate the kind of bugs that grow there, the kind of hormones that are expressed, your, your tendencies, your cravings, your addictions, all those things are an afterthought of, uh, of your biological training. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the, the detoxification process. Um, Colonics and, and uh, enemas and you sort of cleaning out the intestinal tract is such an important part of someone's journey into detoxification, but there's also a setup too. So how about maybe you sort of let people know what would be an ideal setup? Like when you're in the Hippocrates Institute, obviously they, they change the way you're eating. You get off a lot of the animal fats or the pro-inflammatory foods and things like that. What do you see as a necessary setup in order for things like that, enemas, the colonics to have more impact? Hmm. That's nobody's ever asked me that question, but uh, man, I guess what I would say is that, you know, number one is that people have to really get clear on why they're doing this first, because it's really about attitude. If you go about it like, well, I'll kind of try this and I'll try to try that, you know, it's probably not going to work that well for you. Right. But if you're, if you're like, okay, I'm going to freaking heal myself. And I don't care what people have. I've seen it's people that have like stage four stuff. If they say by January, you know, 30th, 2023, I will be cancer free. And they believe it in every cell in their body and their bones, then most likely and they, I will do whatever it takes to heal. They're probably going to heal. So I would say attitude is number one. But beyond that, you know, um, I don't know if anybody really needs to do any preparation for colonics and that kind of stuff, except for, you know, before you go, they, they recommend you don't eat for a few hours. Right. Yeah. And stuff like that. But because the colonic is, is, is kind of like, um, it, it, the one thing I would recommend people don't do is that if you're, if you're not stage four something and you just want to start making gradual changes, you should take baby steps. Don't try to go all in, especially at home. Because if you try to do it at home, you could create that, that hurts reaction, that the detox, and you could have cold and flu-like symptoms that could put you into bed. Like literally people have no idea how polluted they are. 
And as the body is like getting what it needs, it'll start releasing stuff. Urination, defecation, perspiration, respiration, menstruation, all these pathways of elimination are going to get accelerated. And a lot of it's going to come out through the bowels. But, you know, as that's happening, you're doing surgery without a knife. So we've set it up to do very gentle things. So I say the first thing that people need to do, number one, after they get their head right and their attitude is they really need to start getting serious about cleaning up their air and their water. These are two major inputs to your system. And if you're going to be an intelligent system, then you want to make sure that those the inputs are really good. So the first things first is like your air. You need to make sure that you crack your windows, especially at night when you're sleeping. These energy efficient homes are like chemical coffins. And the, the you know, your paint on the wall is off gassing for over four and a half years after it's painted. Uh, carpet is off gassing formaldehyde. You know, they spray crap on the, uh, you know, uh, fire retardants on our TV screens. You know, it's like there are toxins freaking everywhere. Okay. Houses are like a hundred times more polluted than downtown polluted Los Angeles or something. Right. So we got to get air purification systems in our house. We got to at least crack our windows at the beginning and keep them open, you know, cause there's just too much toxins. Right. Think about it. We do 20,000 breaths a day. Why, what, what happens when people come in, like the place that I'm living right now, this is my last, I've been on this like three year deal where I'm going house to house to house, helping people heal themselves. It's been kind of like, we're documenting all this. Um, the gal I'm staying with now has breast cancer and there's the, uh, her mom's got dementia and so is her dad and she's taking care of them while she's trying to heal a cancer. It's, she's phenomenal what she's doing. Her wow. brother, her boyfriend's got like colitis. So I got a house full of help, help. I got to help, but there's, um, um, I forgot what I was going to say, but, um, anyway, so we got, we, oh, I was, oh yeah, the air. So I'm in a room that has carpet. I'm in a room that has carpet. So I have an air purification system. And when people come into my room, they instantly go, I feel better. I feel energized because of the air. Like my air is like, it's like going outside in, into a forest because I have that. And I've got a diffuser going with essential oils and my windows cracked too. So I have the window slightly cracked diffuser going with essential oils and I have an air purification going 365 in this room. When you come into this room, you are getting a better quality fuel when you breathe this air than you are anywhere else in the house. Right? So air is big. Number two is water. Um, you know, what's your body mostly made of? If, if that alone, once people realize that their body's mostly made of water and people, this is something I just did a podcast on yesterday that just got posted today. You don't live in nature. You don't live with nature. You are nature. Okay. You're freaking nature. Your body's mostly made of what? Water. And then it's made of minerals, magnesium, calcium, phosphorus, these types of things. So if, when you get, you know, if somebody, you know, you know, when you die, if they cremate you, you're left with minerals. Where do those come from? The soil. Where do the water come from? The earth. We are the earth. We are nature. So Understanding that is really, I think, important for people to have an aha moment, realize that, wow, I am nature. And another thing is like the gut microbiome that you guys probably spend a lot of time with. Those bacteria in the gut are very similar, exactly the same. A lot of them is the soil bacteria, the soil microbiome. So we are so connected to nature, it's ridiculous. But we've been disconnected through this modern life. And that's where all the problems are happening. So we have got to get our water right because all the water today is polluted. Now, people are like, well, I got well water and this and that. Blah, blah, blah. There was a gentleman that I heard about when I was at Hippocrates 
he moved away from the city to get away from all this stuff. He moved to the Colorado Rocky Mountains up on the side of a mountain, had a spring, and he was up there and his health started declining. And he went to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, and nobody could figure it out. And finally, one doctor was like, uh, maybe it's your water. He's like, nah, I live in the Colorado Rockies. I got the spring water. It's the best. Well, guess what? They had the water tested and 200 miles away, there was fracking where they're mm. fracking for natural gas. They put the explosives down in the earth and it was disturbing heavy metals and toxins. And they were going through these underwater aquifers that are like rivers. And it was coming up 200 miles away and bubbling up in the, that's how they figured it out. And it was the water that was killing him. Wow. And he was on the freaking spring on the side of the mountains, 15, also 1500 miles to the interior of pristine lakes, Nick, there's these researchers went all over the world and they were the two and two and a half inch fish where there's no man around have both male and female organs. And why? Because of the amounts of estrogen mimickers from plastics that had found their way into that lake 1500 miles away from any, 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 any man at all. So we have got major issues on a microscopic level. These are the no CMs that I'm trying to bring awareness of. And don't take my word for it. All you have to do is type in these three words, umbilical cord chemical, yeah. umbilical cord chemical. When you're done listening to this talk today, go type those three things in. Look, you'll see the same studies that I saw going back to 2005 that show that every single child being born and young mother, when they test the blood in that umbilical cord, they look for 400 chemicals. They found 71% or 250 of what they're looking for and 180 cause cancer in humans. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders. And this is in the, the youngest and supposedly the most healthiest of all of us. And when I, that's when I sat back in my chair. Remember earlier, I was like, oh my God. This when I sat back in my chair and I was like, we're all polluted. And the older you are, the more you've had time to bioaccumulate these microscopic noceum toxins through the air you breathe, the water you drink, the food you eat, and things that you wear, clothing, and things that you put on your skin makeups and shampoos and deodorants, this kind of stuff and toothpaste, anything that comes into contact with your body is your environment. And most 95 plus percent of the stuff when you go to the store is polluted with toxic cancer causing brain development, disrupting chemicals. They're in there. So we have to be have first awareness of this, and then we have to learn how to start getting them out. So those are the two biggest things that I would say is getting your air and your water right. And then of course, the next thing is the food and and then so on and so forth. So if you if your toothpaste is harmful if swallowed, please contact the Poison Control Center. Uh, you may want to rethink putting that in your mouth again. Get something different, okay? Or if your shampoo says sodium lauryl sulfate, that's a known carcinogen. That's a suffocant, so you get nice foamy shampoo. You are putting cancer-causing agents into your body, through the skin, no liver to filter it, and then it's bioaccumulating in your fat tissue. And it's just a matter of time. These toxins build up. And then you're, they destroy your immune system on a micro level. And that's why we're having so much success with people because we have products and we share with them lifestyle choices and hacks to get this crap out, stop putting it in and empower them to realize like, yeah, you might not, your vote might not count in elections anymore, but guess what? It still counts right now when you buy stuff, get educated, stop buying this crap from these companies that don't care about you or the planet and find companies like ours that have a heartbeat that have some moral compass and then buy from us and then let us grow. But if, if some big company buys me, like, you know, I'm not going to name someone to get sued, 
then don't buy my stuff anymore because, you know, it's, I, I, it's not that these other people have sold out, but there's big, big companies, big organic companies, they sell out to bigger companies. And then guess mm-hmm. what? They slip their toxins in. So buy local, buy local, grow your own stuff, grow your own stuff, get into sprouting and, and, and use your money to vote with your dollars and, and give it to good companies that are going to support you and your, and your community and your, and your, our world. That's I mean, you set it up so beautifully. I mean, the, the reality is, is that it's these simple things that we don't pay attention to. I mean, I had a similar story with a patient that, you know, is drinking well water and everything's good because it's, you know, well water. And we sure enough, we test her well water because she was getting chronic kidney stones. And sure enough, there was high arsenic and all sorts of other things in there. You know, these are the things that people aren't paying attention to. I, I did a water study of our local water supply and they're, they look at just a fraction of what, you know, you could look at or one could look at. And we kind of broke down the chlorine content and the, the bacterial content, the different, you know, uh, chlorine byproducts. And, you know, on the, on the rating, it says you don't want to have over two parts per million of chlorine, but categorically every, every bit of your water is well above that. And they just say greater than two parts per million, meaning it's saturated with these chemicals to try to kill off the bacteria or whatever. Uh, but as a byproduct of that chlorine, you know, in your pipes, it's leaching all sorts of different things. And so, I mean, you, you can't control your environment necessarily of what's, what you're directly impacted by, but you can control your home. You can filter your water. You can change the food. Like you said, you can make these decisions with how you make purchases. And I love that you're sharing this because these are foundational things that people need to know about. Um, you know, what are, you know, there's so many different chemical exposures. Obviously there's this uh, generational toxicity that we're seeing come down into the umbilical cord and in babies and whatnot. What do you think are some of the, you know, bigger, more modern, I guess, maybe not modern, but what do you think are some of the, like the bigger, more common names, maybe that people can sort of sink their teeth into or understand more and maybe glyphosate maybe comes to mind, but what oh, are some toxins? of those? Yeah. What are some of those? Yeah, I mean, it's toxins? like, you can just like, pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, larvicides. They're spraying these things like crazy on these big mega farms. Glyphosate, an herbicide. Um, what about automobile exhaust, jet fuel, right? Um, how about rubber compounds coming off of tires? You know, I just got a new set of tires put on my truck today. What happened to the other ones? Where'd all the rubber go? Well, guess what? When it's spinning at high speeds and it makes friction on asphalt or concrete, microscopic, super teeny, tiny particles fly off the tire. And where do they go? They go up into the air and they're floating around and they go in our nose, up in our mouth and they attach to our mucous membrane and you can't see it. And it goes and ends up in your digestive tract. And then your digestive tract is like, oh my God, we don't want this to go in the bloodstream. So then your small intestine starts building this mucolaginous, we call it like a mucoid plaque. It's like a black, brown, viscous thing as a protective measure. And it starts housing all this crap and chemicals, but eventually some of it starts leaching through. And then with the leaky gut that we have today from things like glyphosate, it's opening up these microscopic tears in the intestine. Then more of that stuff's getting in there. It gets into the bloodstream and it's disrupting everything and causing all these health issues. So that's why when people go get colonics, yeah, they'll be cleaning out their colon. We always recommend you do two of them back to back because the first day you'll sweep it out and then your liver and your gallbladder and your small intestine will be like, oh my God, he or she's genius. Let's get rid of this other stuff now. And I'll start dumping it. And you, sometimes people will see this black phone cord, like stuff, this coily, it looks like a black phone cord. That's that black mucoid plaque coming out of the small intestine. Your body's releasing it because now 
you've started to clean out the pathway of elimination. I think that's always the first step. Get your air in your water and get the pathway of elimination cleaned out before you do any kidney cleansing, before you do any liver, gallbladder flushes, do anything else. Get the pathway of elimination cleaned out first and then go on to the next. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, here's some some other attention maybe people can pay attention to in their in their homes. Like what about uh, you know, the cooking appliances or water filters? for their showers or things like that. Do you, do you, Oh yeah, absolutely. There? Uh, with the water systems, you know, we're actually building on our, under our website right now. We're adding in, cause I, a lot of people want to always ask me, you know, how, how am I getting high on water? Well, I've been big on purified water for years. That's great. But if you're on city tap water, that water is going through high pressure pipes and the water molecules get coagulated. It means they, Instead of four or five in a cluster, they get like 20 to 25 in a cluster. They're too big. It's like a bowling ball trying to go through a chain link fence. It just bounces off. The chain link fence being your intestinal lining, the bowling ball, the water molecule. So when you get your water restructured, then it becomes really small like sand. You throw sand through a chain link fence, it just flies through there. So what happened for me was in 2018, I was turned on this gal named Danusha. And I already knew about this system, but I said, look, it's a crude filtration device. Triple purification is where it's at. I don't need it. But I was missing. I didn't understand at that point in time about the city tap water. I didn't get it. Then I got it. And, and But I, I was still kind of fighting it for some reason. I try to be an open-minded person, but I was I was like, I'm good. because Probably because I'd spent already two grand on my triple purifier, and I probably yeah. didn't want to spend more in the back of my subconscious or something. And then finally, she never gave up on me, and she put me on the phone with this other water expert, and I was kind of fighting a little bit. And finally, he's like, Tim, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, just go drink the effing water. I'm like, okay. So I go over to Danusha. She's like, okay, here you go. Here's a quart. And she goes, after this, I'm going to have you put some salt under your tongue and it increases absorption. I'm like, okay. So I drank a quart of water. She goes, now in 15 minutes, she hit the timer. She goes, I'm going to give you another quart. I was like, geez, you know, I, I've been preaching and teaching, drink a lot of water, but I don't know if I can drink that much. And guess what? Um, 15 minutes went by. I'm like, okay, I'll try. And I, it was like the other one was gone. I was like, okay, that's cool. More salt under my tongue. Not much, just a little pinch. And then I'm like, and she's like, now I've never done this before, but she goes, you, you know, cause I grow like 60, 70% of my food. I eat like sprouts now. And she's like, but you're the cleanest person I know. I'm going to give you three of them. And I'm like, okay. And at the 24 minute mark, boom, my head turned on, my arms were tingling. It was a same exact type of an experience that I had at Hippocrates, hmm. except it was like triple. Now, mind you, I'm already feeling amazing. Like I had switched my whole lifestyle, my diet. I eventually added in uh, uh, um, like concentrated food supplements that took my health up two more levels. And when I drank this water, it jacked me up like three more. And I was like, holy crap. And then she gave me, I said, yeah, give me another one. I drank it and then I left. And for about 30 minutes, I had two hours later, I had like, I was like, oh God, I kind of had like, I was detoxing a little bit, right? And then it went away and then I was fine. And I was high on water, dude, for like six hours. So that's when I learned that restructuring is so important because I would drink, drink, drink for years. I was preaching and teaching this and pee, 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 pee a lot. With this water, I'd drink it and just disappear. And then an hour, two hours later, whoosh, then a lot of water would come out. So that told me it got into my system. My body used it and then it came out at a different time and frequency. So I switched and I've been high on water ever since, dude, because it's like, like I can go down and just, and it's because of the machine. So I run my water through the triple purifier and then I run it through that machine that Dunusha sold me that restructures so it. What's the name of the machine? It's called a uh, K8. 
So I made a, I made a, um, cause everybody wants to know how to get a hold of it. So I'd send them to Danusha's email, but people can't spell Danusha. So we get all these emails. How do you spell Danusha? It's Danusha at gmail.com. But anyway, it's Polish for like Dawn or something. So I made a landing site for her. You can book a free consult with her like I did. Uh, it's, um, uh, what's the name of that site? It's uh, mypurifiedwater.com. Go to mypurifiedwater.com and you can get your water right with Danusha. So anyway, so the water is like, it's, I, I just think it's like su such an important thing for people to yeah. do because it helps to get all these, it gets the toxins and the lymphatic system and everything moving. Um, it's, it's, it's just really important. Absolutely. Well, let's, let's talk about some of your products because you've got an amazing website. You're helping people all over the planet and you've been very particular about the kinds of products you're using. So let's talk about some of the ones you're using for detox and evacuation and just want to bring attention to your shirt. Uh, it says love when you poop, right? Yeah. I love uh, when you poop. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause so, it's for me, dude. Cause like when I pooped, I used to bleed rectally. Right. Yeah. For two like and a half people. years. So imagine wow. my elbows are bleeding, my knees bleeding. And then when I poop, I bleed. And when I poop, it was like a six to a seven on the pain scale. Jeez. So it wasn't fun followed by blood. And then I'd look at it and I'd be like, well, I hope that goes away. And I just go about my life head in the sand. Wouldn't change. Doctors want me to go on those weird drugs. I just didn't want to do it. It's probably glad I didn't. I'm really glad I didn't now. Um, Cause who knows what the side effects of that would have been. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't even know what that half this, I couldn't even pronounce what they were giving me. So our, um, so what happened was, is like, I became a health coach. I got out of the financial services industry after my little brother got killed in a mountain biking accident. I just decided that I want to do what I like. And I like telling people about sprouts and how to heal and how to get back to nature and that kind of stuff. And I had no idea what I was going to do. Um, but I just started coaching people for free, living off my savings. And, um, uh, eventually one day I was, uh, I used to be into protein powders. I'm not now you can ask me why later if you want to, but I had a really good at the time, plant-based protein powder. And then I looked and the ingredients had changed and it said xanthan gum on it. I'm like, what the hell is this? So I typed it in like mutated corn syrup fermented in bacteria. I'm like, Jesus, I'm like, what the hell is that for? And it's an emulsifier. So when you shake the drink, heaven, it, it won't settle. Because heaven forbid you have to shank the drink twice or three times while you're drinking it, right? Because we're lazy. They want things. They want to sell you stuff. They want convenience and ease of use quick. And, you know, nature doesn't work that way. So I had to call up all my clients and tell them, send it back, get your money back. Let me do my research and I'll find another one. This kept happening over and over again. And finally, this little old lady that was buying wheatgrass from us because we were growing wheatgrass, sunflower, pea sprouts and buckwheat lettuce in my garage. And I was delivering it to 40, 50 cancer patients a week or people that had serious health issues. This gal had kidney issues. She's in her seventies. I believe her name was Karen. And she said, hey, I went to Dr. Bailey's office and the, we, my wheatgrass wasn't there because we had drop spots all over at chiropractors and, and naturopaths offices in town. And um, just because it made it easier for us to deliver. And, and I was like, oh, Karen, I was like, oh, and I, I was thinking, I'm going to have to go handle this myself because she has, I got to help her. Cause I know her story. She's been to one of our dinner classes and I'm like, I didn't want to go into traffic. It was like a three, four hour drive back and forth in traffic. So I'm just like, I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to package you up this green powder <laughs> and I'm going to send it to you for free. Said, well, you've already paid for them. We'll just call it good. Cause it's probably twice as much, but it's half its price, whatever. And she's like, well, you said fresh is best. I said, I know, I know. Now half of this was because I was lazy, but the other half was cause you know, I, she needed something. And I didn't have any wheatgrass for it. It was going to take eight days to grow it anyway. So I'm like, this is the best, second best thing I could do. So I ship it over to her 
and it shows up in a couple days. And, and then a week later she calls me and she says, Hey Tim. I was like, yeah, she goes, I'm really happy with this. She goes, I have just as much energy from this as I did from the wheatgrass and I don't have to clean that damn juicer, but she was very happy about because She didn't have a lot of shoulder strength with her, you know, at her age. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. And here I am trying to figure out how I'm going to make a living. I completely discounting it. And then two weeks later she calls me and she goes, Hey, I need some more of this. And I was like, well, I said, this formulator, he's probably, he, he told me he's not taking on any more clients. He only did it because his best friend, like his best friend forced him to take me on, but I'll ask. And he, he, he said, Nope, I can't do it. He goes, I'm working, you know, 11, 15 hours a day. I'm in my seventies. Sorry. So I was like, well, why don't you just send me a whole bunch of it and I'll pack, package it up for her. And then I packaged it up for her. And then she just kept ordering it from me. And then finally a light bulb finally went on and like, Oh my God, this could be part of my business. Like I could help her and I could actually help other people because I can't ship sunflower sprouts from here to Florida, but I can ship mm -hmm. the green powder. So originally I took it and um, I put it in Ziploc bags and I put green stuff, even though that's not what I wrote. I put green SHIT and I sent it to <laughs> six of my friends just, Hey, said, when you guys try this and tell me what you think. And four of them got back to me in a week and said, dude, this stuff tastes like pond scum, but man, do I feel good. So I was like, okay, I think I got something here. So then I hired another formulator um, and we, you know, I was selling it, bagging it myself out of the garage for a year, year and a half or two. And then I got a formulator, Dr. Scott Treadway. He's got a lab, FDA approved lab, you know, GMP facility, all that stuff. And him and I hit it off. He's become my mentor. And what I like about Scott is he's, he's in his seventies, but his skin looks like he's 35. He meditates. He's got a very good spiritual practice. He takes very good care of his body. He drinks the greens. And after we made it, he's like, I have to, this, this formula is so good. He goes, I take it myself. And so we have um, somebody on staff that's a, a master herbalist in Indian herbology, uh, Chinese herbology, and Western herbology. So the only herbology he hasn't mastered is the um, Australian one because the indigenous people won't tell anybody because they're trying to keep the pharmaceutical companies out from raping their land. So anyway, um, our products are sun dried or air dried under 110 degrees, and um, we don't use any slave labor. And we test with Curlian photography after manufacturing to make sure the life force uh, that biophoton energy is still there. The electrons are intact as much as possible. They're highly concentrated and super absorbable. There is no toxic other ingredients in our products as well. So that's very important because um, other ingredients are still ingredients. So when you look at our labels, like my greens here, if you look, it'll say, it'll say no magnesium stearate, no silicon dioxide, no dicalcium phosphate, big red letters. And the reason why we do that is because these are called excipients, binders, fillers, and flow agents that a lot of companies are putting in there knowingly or unknowingly that are harming your health. Magnesium stearate can come from diseased cow bones and hides. Um, it can, um, those cows could have been fed genetically modified corn or soy. Um, the, the silicon dioxide is a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, yet it's in most supplements. Check your labels, please. Wow. And when we do supplement reviews, man, we find 95% of the stuff in the cupboard's got all this stuff in it. And they're selling a lot of synthetics too. So Anyway, we just wanted to do it right. And I built this stuff for my body. So I'm fanatical about it. So at least now I know what I can, I can trust. There are some other companies. Uh, I've already helped over a dozen other companies clean up their labels and their ingredients, which is a good feeling. My goal is to transform the entire industry and get them to, you know, stop putting synthetic garbage in these products. And it's hard to find. It's we're literally like a needle in a haystack. But um, hopefully through time, we'll be able to help other people. 
um, and other companies uh, make these changes so people can get what they're looking for, which is they want to boost their immune system. Right. But sure. um, anyway, you asked uh, our detox products. We have a gut detox and a toxin detox. The gut detox is for those people that are not going to get a colon hydrotherapy session. I know there's some of you out there that's not going to do it. In 15 days, you can take three in the morning and three at night. It'll remove that six to 12 pounds of unwanted waste material in the gut very gently. There is no diarrhea, which is very important for people who are working. You don't get that Hertz reaction, that deal. And then our toxin detox is a powerful formula. It was actually two formulas developed for the military to remove the heavy metals, radiation, and pollution out of the blood, fat, and muscle tissue. Um, and that's, that's a really powerful formula. Those are our two major detox formulas. Then we've got, you know, greens and probiotics and enzymes. And we have a liquid, liquid turmeric that a lot of doctors and nurse practitioners and stuff are offering to people for anti-inflammatory because we have a, a very specialized proprietary process to, it's actually 185 times more absorbable and anti-inflammatory. It's pretty remarkable. We have a whole line of products that will be coming out with these tinctures that are super highly absorbable. So anyway, if people want to, you know, check them out, um, they're there at the website and, and, um, you know, we get that discount code for them. I don't know. Are we wrapping up here? Or are we about done? In a little bit. Yeah. I just, uh, you know, something I think the people really need to hear is that the way that you're coming at this is really heart focused. It's really about the quality of the ingredients. Uh, I love how you shared the story of how this all kind of happened with regards to, you know, you didn't realize you were creating a company and you did. And that's what I love about your story because you, you, you didn't jump into this like, Hey, I can make a buck. I can, uh, you know, I can, you know, even if there's uh, some authenticity to people, you know, wanting to get people healthy, but you really like you, you did it from your heart. And that's what I love how you're sharing this. And you did it, you know, with the integrity of wanting good, clean products, you want to clean up the health industry because this is the reality, people. I mean, there's so much garbage out there that we're buying, you know, from these big block blockchain stores that we go to on a you know very regular basis. We're just getting things because it's on the label. We're not looking at the the additives, the, the excipients, all those things that you're sharing. This is really, really important stuff. And so I, I love that I love that you shared that. That's that's huge. And yeah, for anyone who is listening in and you want to access the products. Uh, can, tell, tell them where to go. And then we, we've got a discount code for people that are wanting to, uh, uh, to get access to stuff. So sure, man. So if you guys want to connect, just best place, just go to our main website at chemicalfreebody.com, chemicalfreebody.com. You start searching around and there are a little pop-up and then we're going to give you a free gift. And I want to send you, it's called my core four secrets. It's, um, four foundational things. Three of them cost nothing that you can implement today instantly after you download it that will radically change your health. These are, I mean, I have people pay me 3000 a month to coach them privately. And, um, and this is the first four things that we get in place, right? These are basic, simple things that over 95% of the population is not doing on a consistent basis that will radically change your health. Remember, it doesn't have to be complicated for it to work. Nature is really easy. Okay. It's real simple. So that's what we share people to get these habits back. Um, if you want to check out the products, go to the products tab because we have a lot of them. Scroll down to the savings bundles. That way you can get a discount and you can try a little jumpstart bundle or you can do what I do. I do the total energy and detox bundle and I also take that turmeric product or pick a bundle in the middle that resonates with you or in your budget. And then at checkout, type in the code IGNITED and you'll get another 5% off. That's how you get a double discount. We have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products because we're so confident they'll work. And if they don't, just call us up where we happily refund your money. And we'd love to get on the phone with you if they don't work. We're coaches over here first. We're primarily a coaching company. We want to help you 
get to the root of your problem. And if one of our products doesn't work for whatever reason, because some people have allergies to certain things or whatever, we will find another company or we will find another therapy or something that we, we might know something else that and we could share it with you that you can go because we want you to solve that problem and get to a point where you can just wake up and feel good. Like I do every day. Now I get to wake up at 48 years old and feel good. And 11 years ago, I woke up and felt like crap. So if you don't want to feel like crap anymore, I can probably help you get to the feeling good thing. We've helped a lot of people. We used to get people, Nick, that are like, I've tried everything. And I'm like, well, have you tried detoxing or what's that? Well, okay. Well, <laughs> if you've tried everything, you would be well. And that's just the way it works. You haven't tried everything yet. So the only way you're going to fail is if you, if you, if you quit, you just got to get up one more time, keep trying, keep trying. And eventually you're going to get that. Um, you're going to get well. You just have to believe in that. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is what we've come to realize too, just being in practice for, for as long as we have is it's that it's not just about the nutrition. It's not just about the exercise. It's not just about the mindset. You literally have to detox your internal environment. You have to change the way your cells interface with the external world. And the only way that it's going to do that very effectively is if you start cleaning out the garbage and the chemicals and heavy metals and pesticides, all the stuff that we, we brought up today. It's uh, simple just, stuff, dude. It's like, take, get rid of your Glade air fresheners that are poisoning your air. <laughs> totally. And get an essential oil diffuser. Yeah. And, well, and that's rotate, a beautiful thing. And rotate some essential oils, at least four, always rotate at least four. So you're not building up any like, mm. build, you know, that's great advice. Yeah. I, I got two more concepts that I just wanted to highlight, maybe quickly pick your brain. Well, sure. We're obviously going to have more podcasts together anyways, but um, you, you you brought up the colonics. Is there any home, like, would you recommend the enemas? Like, is there some home stuff that you think people can do before they say jump into doing some colonic sessions or sure, what, what do you sure. recommend well, there? The first thing is, is they can take our gut detox product and drink a lot of water, right? Yeah. The 95% of people are not drinking enough water. And that's why the colon is impacted because your body, your brain needs water. Your bones are 22% water. Your blood needs water. Your lymphatic system needs water. And if your cells or some other part of your body needs water, guess where the first place it goes? It's the colon. So if you're 95% of you listening, you're not drinking enough water, your colon's going to be dried out. And that's the beginning of it getting impacted because it's supposed to be a waste removal system, not a storage tank. And when you're low on water all the time, you, you end up impacting that colon. And on top of that, you got the cook, the processed foods, all this stuff, right? So it's really important to get that cleaned out. So toxin de or the gut detox works, drink a lot of water. Um, number two, you can do an enema. You can learn how to do enemas at home, get a silicone or a, a metal container and it's gravity fed and you insert it. I would recommend not using the petroleum jellies. Uh, those are from, you know, but using uh, like coconut oil would be a better uh, lube to get it in there. And then, um, and that, but you know, people that haven't done that before, they don't know where to start. It's weird. You know, you'd have to watch some videos and get educated. I'm going to eventually just have to shoot some darn videos and maybe just, you know, <laughs> wear a, uh, I don't know, like kilt or something. Dude, from that's Scotland. a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> just show how people to demonstrate. But they yeah. showed us Hippocrates that part of that three and a half hour class, yeah. internal awareness, was showing us how to do enemas because every room in that 50 acre complex had had hooks on the walls all over the place because everybody's doing enemas and not only that we were implanting wheatgrass juice after the enema we were implanting four to six ounces of wheatgrass juice rectally fantastic detox within two seconds that wheatgrass goes up the hepatic vein it's detoxing your liver feeding the colon nourishing the colon and what's the byproduct of plants oxygen so we were literally supplying oxygen into the colon and oxygen is the exact opposite 
of what viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast, fungus, parasites, mutagens, these cancers want. So powerful stuff. Um, and then you can do colonics um, or colon hydrotherapy. So, and then I guess in between colonics and enemas is a, what's called a Kalima board. It's, you know, you can look that up, Kalima. I think it's C-O-L-E-M-A, Kalima board. It's kind of like a little bit more powerful enema bag type deal. It's kind of in between that and the clonic. The clonic would be the most powerful, yet it's mm -hmm. still gentle. Um, also, if you're thinking about getting clonics, there's two types of systems. There's an open system and a closed system. A closed system is two tubes, a tube inside of a tube, and there'll be a technician there inserting the tube for you and massaging your belly. I think that's probably a really good thing to do your first time. Do a, do a, do a closed system, a couple of them back to back, and then after that, go to an open system if you're strong enough. Now, somebody that's an elderly person or they've had severe gut yeah. issues, they are weaker, you, a closed system is uh, what you want. The open system is a little more strong. Um, that would be for somebody that's, you know, more fit. Yeah, that's that's great, great advice. And I, and I like the people have different, you know, entry points where they can get started. Um, this this may be too big of a question, but maybe just some Cole's notes on, on you focusing more on plant-based diet versus a carnivorous one or you know what's it what are some quick staples that you or maybe some points uh cole's notes points that you want to make well on, i, I on let's that. let's just give the big overview i mean 60 percent of the planet eats a plant-based diet so the people that are eating meat are in the minority now i'm not bashing that i mean i've still because here's what happened i went plant-based vegan fanatic for eight and a half years and then i kind of came out and i thought well i started using my common sense again i thought well Maybe, you know, people, the indigenous people, because we looked at two, I saw a doctor, or not a doctor, but a, um, a professor at, a, at an institute uh, or at a college where he had a bunch, and they were doing all, they got this super microscope and they were doing all these tooth samples of, from archaeology, tooth samples of people and all this stuff. And, and they noticed that we ate mostly plants, hmm. but we would eat some animal from time to time. Now, I know from being a hunter, you take away the guns and the bows, you go outside and you try to catch animals. It ain't that easy. Like it's, you know, you might find some fish when they're spawning or whatever, it just kind of depends, but you're, you're just not going to, you're just not going to do it. So I thought, well, maybe I'll add a little bit of that back in. So I did that for about a year, year and a half. And then I just finally decided that what works for me is like, I'm pretty much like plant-based, but if, you know, it's, you know, we pick some morel mushrooms in the spring or in the fall, we pick chanterelles. I might have a, an omelet made with them. And I'm just not a, I don't freak out about it anymore. Or no. if you went and caught some halibut, I might, and it's fresh and you smoked it and you handle it yourself. Maybe I'll have a piece of it. I'm very particular about the meat that I would put in. It's, it's very rare now. Um, and some people just emotionally aren't ready to give up meat. Um, what I don't like, uh, which actually I really don't care, but is that somebody's eating meat they switch over to plant-based or vegan. And then two weeks later, they're yelling at somebody else because they're eating meat. It's like, it's silly. It's like, dude, two weeks ago, you were having a hamburger. Right. Like they're on their journey. You're on your journey. Just be the example. That's improve your health. Be a shining example. Let your skin start glowing. Get your abs back. Feel better about yourself. Work on your spiritual path. And that's what happened for me. As I cleaned up my diet and I started doing living foods, it totally opened up. Um, my spiritual path. And I started looking around, what the hell is this? And finally in 2018, I really just ran into the right mentors and then boom, now my spiritual, I'm, I'm like reading books. Look at this. I'm reading this. I just finished reading this book right now. Perfect oh, love nice. in perfect relationships. Very cool. John Wellwood, really good one. Yeah. You know, I've really got into Krishnamurti and Osho and I'm, mm -hmm. and you know, all these different people I'm trying to 
figure all this stuff out and it's like it's really cool and it's like wow now i, I get all the religions now and i understand I'm, I'm seeing the bigger picture and and like i'm so connected to nature and like i am nature and it's like it's just so so cool and i'm not afraid of dying anymore and i've made peace with my brother's death and i understand that he came here and did exactly what he wanted to do and then he he bounced and he you know he created a lot of contrast for me his death propelled me to not be scared and to just jump in full steam ahead into the health industry wow. and if he wouldn't have died i don't know if, how long it would have taken me to get in if i ever would have it was it, but that 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 death promote pr propelled me at that time to, to do what I'm doing now. We've helped, you know, I personally coach 600 people through this process and there's thousands of people around the world now that are taking our products and following our advice on our, we have a group coaching community. It's growing and people are really enjoying that. So that's amazing, man. I love your story. I, I love your passion for what you're doing. Uh, I love, I love this, this quality of it. This is a, a sort of a tagline from David Wolf when we had a chance to interview him. He, he said, I don't care if you're a meat eater or a vegetarian, just be qualitarian focused and, and really embracing the best of what you can put in your body and honoring that, that process along the way. Uh, man, you've, you've shared such incredible information today. Uh, I love your energy. I love your spirit. I, and I love the awakening in your spiritual body as a result of you cleaning out all the crap that we get exposed yeah. to. And that's like <laughs> you created space for more of you to show up in this world and you're doing it in a really powerful way. Uh, one, one last question I'd love to ask a lot of our guests. And, and it, you sort of answered a bit of it, but I'd love for you to maybe expand on a little bit more. Is that, you know, if today was your last day on this planet, You've, you've lived the life that you have. You've learned the lessons that, you, you, that you've learned. And now you want to leave this impact for those that are, that are here still to, to carry on that message. What's, what is that message you'd like to share with uh, the population to really um, to send your blessings off? Well, I would say put yourself first. That's, right. that's it, number one. And it's really important because I see, especially with mothers, they put themselves last they take care of their husband they take care of the kids they're taking care of aging parents today and guys are doing this too um and they're not taking care of their health and then then eventually the toxins build up the stress builds up the lack of nutrition is there they're not drinking enough water and a wheel falls off and they can't take care of anybody they're in the hospital or they get this diagnosis and then they go into freak show mode and then they then they end up you know going in and you know cut burn approach model cut nuke or burn right so, and it's just not working that well for people. So moms and dads, listen up. I'm one of them. I got two boys. They're 21 and 19. And what I've learned is, is like if years ago, if you would have asked me and said, hey, Tim, who's more important, you or your kids? I would have said, my kids are more important. You know, that's kind of the knee jerk reaction, but they are. I mean, I, I'll take a bullet for my kids. I would then and I will now. But if somebody asked me that question now, who's more important, you or your kids? I'm like, me. And I believe it. I, it vibrates with every cell in my body. I am, I am number one. Why? Because I want to lead by example. I want my children to put themselves first. And the only way I feel the best way to do that is to do it myself. Monkey see, monkey do. Baby bear does not learn how to find fish in the fall. Mama bear shows him. She shows him where the berries are. She shows him how to eat the grass. She shows him how to scrape the log and turn it over and eat the grubs. She shows him where everything's. And when there's a big, big daddy bear over there, that's not his daddy or whatever. They're like, get the heck out of there. She's showing him the ropes by example. Right now, sometimes mama bear will get pissed and scare off the big daddy bear. Right. But 
like you have to, you have to put yourself first. That's it. You have to do that. And by doing that, you are giving a gift to your children and everybody else that comes into contact with you because you, you give them permission to do the same thing for themselves. Not that they will, but you're giving them permission to do it. And more often than not, you'll help other people change themselves by simply you changing yourself. That's why our motto over here is change yourself, change your world. When you change yourself and your beliefs, you actually change your world. And I've actually seen this happen. Like, I'll give a quick example. I broke up with my kid's mom and we had a, we just like no spiritual practice back then. Nothing. We hated each other. I was like, I can't wait till the kids are 18. I have to pay her. And I'll never talk to her again. That was my mentality. Well, that's not, that's silly. Like the, the, the two boys both love mom and dad. And when they see mom and dad fighting, it's ripping them apart emotionally, scarring them for life. So I finally decided, you know what? And it wasn't a hard thing, but it was just like, I'm just going to start loving her. That's what I'm going to do through my spiritual practice. I'm going to go over there and love her no matter what. And she, you know, she was still madder and horror at me. And I went over there one night and I was hanging out with the kids and, and she came home and she was just exhausted and, um, and her neck was hurting her or something. So I was like, well, here, let me show you. And I was like massaging her neck a little bit. And I haven't you know, even touched her in like years. She's like, oh my God, it hurts so much. And then she, she's like, thank you. And she went and laid down. She's have to lay down. So I had my little kit with me and I had my essential oils and I had my stuff. I'm like, you know, little Dr. Tim. And I went over there and I said, Hey, yeah. I, so I like totally gave her a massage and thick. And I put some essential oils on there and it was really nice to her. And she's like, Oh my God, thank you so much. And then she came over again, like two weeks later and I did the same thing and then rubbed her feet and stuff like that. And then one day, like a month later, my neck was kind of hurting and, and she was like massaging my neck. I completely rehabilitated that relationship. We got together as a family unit wow. for the first time and the kids voiced their opinions and everybody was crying. We healed that relationship, but it took me stepping up and, and, and just putting my ego completely off to the side. And, and guess what? We get along great. Now we get along totally good. And I know that by me doing that, I helped to heal my son's heart. So that was really, um, it's really important to do that kind of stuff because the reality is, is we're all, we, we're here for such a short time in this time, space, reality, this experience, it's too short to, to be, have hate in your heart and that kind of stuff. So it's better just to let it all go, drop the ego, start loving everybody. And if they don't love you back, it's okay. Because how you know your reality has changed is when you, when you, when you, when you, when you change the way you, you look at things and your beliefs, and the same things happen exactly how they did before, but you respond to them differently. That's when you know your reality has changed. So somebody might be doing something intentionally or not to you, but how you respond to it is how you know your reality has changed. So in the past, you might have gotten upset, raised your blood pressure. Now you just feel compassion for them and understand that they must be doing that for whatever reasons they're doing the best they can. They probably had a hard childhood. Their dad probably slapped them around. Maybe their mom was a drug addict. Who knows what was going on in people's lives? Give them some grace. And by doing that, you won't raise your blood pressure. I mean, if you want to look at it from a selfish level, just love everybody. So you can be healthier and be happier. It's just, you know, if you want to take it from that point of view, however, however it takes to get there, it works. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's an amazing message. I love that you shared that. And every time we ask that question, it's always a little different, but the, the message to t really put yourself first, to take care of yourself, uh, to change yourself, to change your world. I mean, powerful messages. We're in the world that we're in right now. We're being told the exact opposite. 
protect everybody else. How dare you be selfish, right? I mean, our, our understanding of selfishness and putting oneself first, really by taking care of yourself, you're, you're making the planet healthier. And yet we're being told uh, the, the current narrative that if you don't do something, you're gonna now put everyone at risk. So I, I love that you're sending this message of you know, self-care, personal responsibility. You know, it starts with our individual you know what we can control and it starts to reverberate into the to the world around us so beautiful beautiful message for for everyone thank you so much for sharing your your time with us today tim and just lastly just reminding people chemicalfreebody.com you can use the promo code ignited make sure you check out the bundles as he said um he also does coaching anything else you want to drop for people before we sign off today uh when's this going to air uh, I think probably about a week from now. So uh, happy holidays, yeah, yeah, yeah. happy Hanukkah, getting, happy yeah, Christmas, that's right. all that jazz. <laughs> yeah, put uh, a smile awesome. on your face, everybody. It's like God. If you're alive, you got ten toes and ten fingers. Or even if you don't, if you're alive, it's uh, it, it's you know, there's a lot of people that aren't. <laughs> so just make the best of it. Love it. Take care. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Health Ignited podcast. Be sure to download, subscribe, and share as we build this conscious community together. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and our website, drsjensen.com. Please note all information on this podcast is not and should not be taken as medical advice. Please see a healthcare professional to receive the care needed. Thank you for sharing this time with us, igniting your health freedom. And welcome to the tribe.